Do you seek the freedom to pursue greater meaning and purpose in your life? Is there something that you're passionate about that you'd like to support by giving time, talent, or money? Do you seek a level of financial freedom to live an ideal life as you uniquely define it? Welcome to the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier, a show dedicated to helping you gain the confidence and freedom to lead a life of personal significance and help you get your actions and resources in alignment with what matters most. Welcome, friends, to the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier. My name is Mike Bernard. I am a certified financial planner, also the host of the show today. Thanks for being with us. This show is all about helping you discover what matters most and helping you get your actions and resources in alignment with those goals. We combine excellence and wealth management with the pursuit of meaning and purpose in your life. Jeff Bernier is the founder, president, and chief investment officer of Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, a wealth management firm in Alpharetta, Georgia, suburb in the greater Atlanta area. Jeff, did I notice you reached a new milestone recently? Uh, yeah, it's it's a little hard to believe, but uh, last month I started my 33rd year serving clients as an advisor. Oh my goodness, 33 years. So you're looking at retiring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it depends on how you define retirement, Mike. I, you know, I know in our industry we talk a lot about retirement. As a matter of fact, at our client luncheon last November, I asked our clients how they define retirement. And of course, I got a lot of the usual answers, you know, freedom to do the things you want to, freedom from having to go to work. Um, but I ask them to consider a definition of retirement as a time in your life when you spend 100% of your time doing those things you enjoy with people you enjoy being with. Oh, love it. Yeah. So by that definition, I, you know, I may be retired or at least <laughs> close to it because I do get to spend most of my time uh, doing things that I, I love to do with with people that, that I love to be with. So as we sit here today, no, I don't have any plans for what you would call a traditional retirement. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'm sure people think I'm, I'm a bit crazy because I've been saying recently, I, I turned 55 earlier this year, and, and I have a 25-year business plan that's, at 55. So wow, that's long-term. That, yeah, I know that sounds a little, a little crazy, <laughs> but it's really just a mindset. Yeah. You know, it's just, it just seems to me if I continue to increase the time doing things I love to do, and I'm great at doing, mm-hmm. uh, that serve other people, you know, why would, I, why would I stop doing that? That's right. So it's really just about my definition personally yep. of what gives me meaning and purpose. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got it. Well, that is yeah. a great segue. I'm, I'm actually thinking of several questions to pepper you with there, but um, it's really all about uncovering your unique gifts. And what do you mean by that to launch the show, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah. So as I started, uh, or as we mentioned in, in previous discussions, um, you know, I think we're all created uh, for a divine purpose. Uh, and we've been given this unique combination of strengths, gifts, experiences. And really, I think of life as a journey of uncovering these. So it's really a, an excavation project. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, archeolo- we're archaeologists, right? Yeah. We're digging down deep. Uh, to figure out what our unique gifts are. Yeah, you've called these unique abilities. Before. Yeah, yeah, and that's a strategic coach term. As you know, we're we're um, you know we're clients of, of a coaching program called the Strategic Coach, and that's where I learned a large part of what we're going to talk about today. And and so this unique ability idea was something that I learned um, over twenty years ago at the Strategic Coach. And so and I and I teach this to clients. And so here's the idea. Um, there are just a million things in life, Mike, that you and I could do all day, every day, 
and we would still be terrible at it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> me, just, me especially. Yeah, there's just things you're not good at, pal. Yeah. And that's true for all of us. There's just <laughs> things we're not good at. And so we'll just call those things incompetence yep. in my in my little uh, story here. So we'll call that incompetence. There are other areas in life where we can get the job done, but we're not great at it. We kind of meet minimum standards. So someone watching you do those kinds of activities says, you know, he's, he's, he can get that done, but he's not a superstar, if you will. So we'll just call that competence. Right? Okay. Uh, next, there are activities that you and I are really, really good at, mm. and, and everybody is. We've all got these areas of excellence. They're different for all of us. Um, and so when people see you doing those areas of excellence, they just say, you know, Mike makes that look easy or, or he's a natural. Makes that look easy. Yeah. yeah, as, yeah. as an example. Yeah. The problem is there are many of these areas in life where we do these activities where we're great at doing, but we don't love to do it. We don't really have passion for those activities. Wow. So where passion intersects with excellence and, and that previous category I'll just call excellence, mm-hmm. right? You're great at doing those things. Mm-hmm. So where passion intersects with excellence is what we would define as this unique gift, if you will. So the idea really here is to focus on those areas where you have this unique gift and build a network of other people or resources who can take care of those activities that you may be incompetent, competent, or merely or merely excellent. Mm-hmm. So another important aspect of these unique gift activities, if you will, is because you're passionate about them, you continue to get better. You get better and better and better. So you don't stagnate. Mm-hmm. So again, the mm-hmm. idea here is to work on your strengths yep. and delegate your weaknesses. So this is interesting. And, and, and so I'm going to start throwing a couple of questions at you, Jeff, because you said the unique ability concept, that's through the strategic coach. You've been a long time um, coach client. I'm fairly new. And so this whole idea of unique ability is still somewhat fresh. And as I was being introduced to it, the first thing I thought of was, okay, what's my unique ability supposed to be? Is there, is there just some, is there a questionnaire that someone can just kind of go through or have someone else look at them and say, this is what, this is your unique ability? How does someone identify it? Uh, well, it's, it's very much like we talked about in previous sessions about your core. Mm-hmm. This is really about the core aspects of core capacity and context that we yeah. talk a lot about. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's kind of like when we talk about the purpose, some of these things rise up over time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does require some introspection, and there are some tools that we can talk about either now or later, but, yeah. um, but it really is a process. So, um, I mean, there's some clues when you're operating in a unique ability. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you, if you love doing something, uh, if you're naturally great at doing something, if you have more energy yep. when you're finished, um, you, you know, I've, I've watched uh, the video of your radio shows mm-hmm. and I've listened to your radio shows and I get a sense that you guys probably have more energy when the show is over yeah. than you did when you started. Yeah. And so that, that's a pretty good clue mm-hmm. that that activity is part of your unique ability. So then the other question that I have, and you've touched on this, but I'm just going to ask you to go a, a touch deeper or say it again. Does this, so does this mean that I just stop doing things that aren't my unique ability? So I can go home and tell my wife, honey, I'm done doing dishes. You know, well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm no longer clearing the table after dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you, okay. I, I would not advise that. <laughs> uh, so this, this is a challenge. And, and in my Money and Meaning Experience workshop, one of our... Uh, participants, our guests, our clients, ask the same exact question. 
And so I'll just give an example. So growing up in South Georgia, um, every Saturday I had to rake leaves. That was just what I did for my parents. I did yard work. So I remember growing up, I would rake these leaves, and, you know, we would have Georgia football on the radio. We'd listen to Larry Munson, who was famous as a Georgia fan, uh, radio broadcaster, and we would rake leaves, and I hated it. Yeah. And so I decided when I no longer have to do yard work, I ain't doing yard work anymore. <laughs> so now I delegate yard work because it's not my unique ability. I don't love to do it. I'm not great at doing it. I probably could be competent. I mean, I can cut grass. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> but I don't love to do it. So I choose not to do that anymore. So I delegate that work. But as soon as I head to South Georgia and I hang out with my dad, I hope he didn't listen to this podcast, as uh, soon as I go down there, one of the first things he asks us to do is, clean up his yard wow. so, we're, so we're out in the yard picking up pine cones i don't love to pick up pine cones yeah but i love my dad that's right and so i will do things for my dad i don't care what so there are certain obligations that we have yeah. in our relationships and people that we love that we have to do things that are outside our unique ability and our unique passion yeah i think the important thing i would want to talk about though is we need to be aware of what our unique ability is or our unique gift is um, and so when you're outside of it, you just need to consciously judge that and say, I'm doing this because I love my dad, but it's not my unique ability. Yeah. And, um, you know, I talked, or we've talked in previous uh, episodes about being conscious, mm-hmm. being aware. Mm-hmm. So as we build our, our life and we build the things that we want to invest our energy and our, and our work and our resources into, to the extent we can focus on our unique ability, mm-hmm. uh, that can bring you a lot of joy in your life. So let's talk about your journey with unique ability for just a second. Is this something that had more meaning when you went through the halftime um, training that we talked about in previous episodes? Or is this something that you, it's been a, sort of an excavation process since when you first started in coach 20 some years ago? No, I think it started 20 something years ago in coach. The the difference is how you use the unique gift, yeah. right? And some of this had to do with my spiritual journey as well, I, I guess, um, because you know, there, you know, you can also call them, um, you know, spiritual gifts. You know, if they're mm-hmm. divinely inspired, I yeah. guess you could call them spiritual gifts. Some of these things. Um, so, no, twenty something years ago, I started learning that professionally, I needed to spend most of my time in those areas where I'm excellent and have passion and try to build a network of other resources to help us serve our clients well and people within our team. So I'm trying to build a unique ability firm where everyone in the firm is operating in their unique ability. This is why I said, you know, I have a 25-year business plan because if I spend most of my life in those areas where I love what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and I'm excellent at doing, I don't get burned out. Yeah. And, And so it's really, so the long answer to your question is, this is something I learned 20 years ago that I applied professionally. Yes. As I got into the second half mindset, it occurred to me that most people, a, a way to have meaning in your life is contribution to others. Mm-hmm. So what has changed for me is my old definition of unique gift or ability was you're great at doing it and you're passionate at doing it. I would change that to be you're great at doing it you're passionate about doing it, and it serves your fellow human being. Oh, my You're goodness. creating value for someone else. And, you know, so as we talk about money and meaning, yeah, that's a way to get meaning is yeah. you invest in other people. Hmm. And uh, 
but again, be conscious about what your unique gifts are. And so, like I said, there are charitable organizations, there are marketplace organizations, there are plenty of places to apply your gift. The problem is when you're in that place or you're outside of that gift, that you get burned out and have very little meaning. Yeah. So I would just add that third yeah. aspect to I, it. And I so the that. difference is after I went through halftime, I was a lot more conscious on how do I use this to grow influence in a positive way mm. and help others. Mm. I love it. Do you believe that you can that one can develop unique abilities or that they can change over time? Uh, sure. A- a- absolutely. I mean, I think that um, – some of the wiring came from the factory. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so some of it, you, you, you are, are innate uh, gifts that you have um, that you can improve upon, or they could deteriorate yeah. to the extent that you, that you uh, improve upon them or you let them stagnate, if you will. But no, my, I mean, some of the things I'm passionate about today, I had no interest in 20 years ago or five years ago even. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other things that I was passionate about five years ago that I'm not passionate about today. So, no, I think they can absolutely change over time. Um, and can you develop them? Absolutely. I mean, I think I'm better at certain things today than I was three years ago because I've worked at it. I, yeah. it but it's not work. Yeah. You know, when you're operating in this sweet spot, it doesn't feel like work. Yeah, and and that's really why we're making this the crux of today's episode. You know, more touching on on the meaning. We're going to get to how it blends in with the money a little bit more in just a second. Yeah. But um, what what other what about clues for someone if they're inspired hearing your journey and your definition here? If they're inspired by this, how would they find clues that they're operating in their unique ability? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like I mentioned before with my analogy about your about your radio show. Um, so. If you're if if uh, if you have more energy when you're finished, that might be a clue. Uh, if you start working in this area, and you look at your watch and four hours has passed and it felt like five minutes, time flies when you're yeah. That might be an indication that you're in your unique ability. Yeah. If you can do this activity with true excellence, that requires very little preparation. Hmm. That might be. That might be that might be a clue, yeah. Um, and then you, you know, obviously, you get uh, you get some feedback. You know, other people identify this as your unique ability could be could be a clue. So there, those are just some I'm just coming up off the top of my head, but those are some some areas that could be. But again, I think it's important just to be aware, be aware of when I'm operating there, and be aware when you're not, yeah. So that you can maximize the time you're there and minimize the time you're not. All right. I, so we're, so we're going to create the bridge now with from meaning to money. You said all of those things, passionate, and you got energy, and you can do it for long times without really growing stale, and you're excellent at it. So how do you apply that to money, the money side of money and meaning? Yeah. Well, I, well, I think it's a couple of, a couple of ideas on that. The, the first one I'll, I'll, I'll do uh, outside the marketplace, because again, the goal here is to have a life of meaning and significance and purpose that you feel good about. And as I mentioned, um, I have found that my faith, my relationships um, have a lot to say, and my contribution to others have a lot to say about whether I'm having you know, purpose or meaning in my life. And mm-hmm. so if you're in outside the marketplace, uh, you won't get burned out when you're contributing to society through a charity or a friend when you're operating in that area of unique ability. So you don't get burned out. So you're able to be a better 
resource for this charity or in this context, right? Absolutely. In these areas, so you Absolutely. don't get burned out with it. Uh, the other th- aspect in terms of money is uh, in the marketplace, if you are operating in this area of your unique gift, uh, you're creating great value for people. And so, you, you know, as you create value for others, you get compensated for that. I, 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 there's, a, there's a rabbi, Daniel Lampin, that has a, a, a podcast and maybe a radio show, but I've, I've read a, one of his books and I've listened to his podcast a bit. So he, he says if you contribute to other people, you get certificates of appreciation. So that's what he calls money, you know, mm. certificates of appreciation. <laughs> so, so it's it's really a virtuous circle. So if you're in the marketplace and you can find that area of of unique gift or unique ability, and you can apply it to serving others, you're likely to be well compensated for it. And if you're not as prepared for the second half as you'd like to be financially, mm-hmm. and you knew you had to work longer in the marketplace than you had planned. Why, why not do it with joy? Why don't you find a place where you can do it with joy? And so you can extend your working years and you don't get burned out. You're doing stuff you like to do with people you like to do them with and, and you're creating value for others. That's wonderful advice. Great wisdom. I, I touched on this earlier, but let me, let's just go back to it. Do you think it's okay for people to do things that they're not great at or that, yeah. So what do you think? Yeah, that that's a good question. I, I, I used to struggle with this a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I sh- used to, like yeah. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so I still struggle with this a little bit. Um, I read a great book a couple years ago. I just reread it. A, a guy named Derek Sivers uh, wrote a book called Anything You Want. Yeah. And he talked about, he built a business accidentally, essentially. And there were certain things he just loved to do. Mm-hmm. And so he just did it. And it didn't, you, you, and it, and it, these are things that probably cost him money, and he was probably less profitable, and he probably grew slower because he did these things. He didn't delegate these things. So they might not have been his unique ability, but he loved to do it. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, so the short answer is, yeah, I believe it's absolutely okay mm-hmm. to do things that you love to do that you're not great at doing. So that's kind of why I said as well that I've got this 25-year plan. Um, because I'm doing things I love to do. There are a few things in our enterprise that uh, if maximizing profits was the goal, I should delegate them. Mm-hmm. But I love to do them. Yeah. You know, I think I'm pretty good at them. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not like I'm terrible at them. Uh, but certain things, I, you know, I just do because I love to do them. So, no, I, I, I think it's fine to do things you love to do. But, again, it's back to awareness. Awareness. You got I, it. Because I have the luxury of making that choice. You got it. Yeah. You got it. So if this discussion on unique gift, unique ability has, has um, piqued some interest from listeners, where can they find more information to uncover their own unique gifts? Yeah. So that, like I said, it, it, is, a, it is a process. Um, and you could talk to other people and, and, and maybe they could give you some insights on what they think your unique gifts are. But a couple, a couple of things that I would recommend. So Dan Sullivan, the founder of Strategic Coach, has written a few books about discovering your unique ability, and I think they're helpful. They give you a general idea of of some of the concepts we just talked about and some ideas. There are also a couple of online assessments that I think are are fantastic. The first one is called Colby. Yeah, but the K, K K-O-L-B-E. Exactly, Colby, and the Colby A profile uh, is the one that I would recommend uh, that that, uh, listeners might check out. So then just go to colby.com, K-O-L-B-E, 
colbyacrofile.com and take a look at the Colby A profile. And what's unique about Colby, unlike other assessments, what it's really trying to measure is what's called the conative part of your brain. So yeah. the conative part of your brain is really your striving instinct. Yeah. So what are you doing when you're striving? What are you doing that comes naturally? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't measure intellect. It doesn't measure personality. It measures sort of this thing that we have that we just naturally do. And so I found it to be an incredible tool to give you some insight on sort of these areas that might be clues to your unique ability. So yeah. I'd, I'd suggest that one. Another one is uh, Gallup Strength Finder. Yep. So this is a very uh, popular one that has been, I think, valuable. And it measures uh, things differently than Colby, but it does measure your natural strengths. Yeah. Uh, so that can be, you can find that at gallopstrengthfinder.com. Um, and uh, so between Dan Sullivan's book, those online assessments, talking to friends, and just saying, what do you think I'm good at? Yeah. And what have we done together that you think I have some unique gifts? I mean, those are you know, simple, simple things. And of course, just some self-awareness. Sure. Yep. I personally, folks, have done all of those in exploring and re-exploring what my unique gifts are. So there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier. And we hope that today's discussion has been helpful to you around maybe exploring and, and what'd you say, uh, excavating in your own uh, in your own personal life to figure out where your passion and excellence intersects. So if you want more information or catch previous episodes or Jeff's blog, once again, go to tandemgrowth.com backslash perspectives. We'll see you next time for the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier. Thank you for listening to the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier a show dedicated to help you gain the confidence and freedom to lead a life of personal significance and help you get your actions and resources in alignment with what matters most. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions for Jeff or Mike or comments on the show, feel free to reach out to us at tandemgrowth.com, or you can find us on the web at www.tandemgrowth.com. Jeff Bernier is the President and Chief Investment Officer at Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This show is a production of Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC. All information discussed is general in nature, is provided for informational purposes only, and should not be construed as specific financial, legal, or tax advice. Listeners should consult an attorney or tax professional regarding their specific legal or tax situation. Listeners should not rely on the content of this podcast as the basis for any investment decisions. A professional advisor should be consulted, and or independent due diligence should be conducted before implementing anything discussed in this show. While information presented is believed to be factual and up-to-date, Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC, does not guarantee its accuracy, and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC, does not make any representations or warranties as to the accuracy, timeliness, suitability, completeness, or relevance of any information prepared by any unaffiliated third party, such as guests on the podcast, and takes no responsibility for the same.